Hey, thanks so much for downloading the latest episode. Today, we are talking about resting bitch face and penises and our ugly and awkward moments of the week. All of this and a lot more. Thank you so much for listening. Shoplipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I just want to do my math homework, you guys. Paula. Shut your fucking mouth. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. Wow. Wow. God, 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 God. What was that? I felt like I coughed that out. This is episode 405. Ugh. Ugh. We are not Sister Sue Podcast. Why are man. you waiting for that? Just give it up. Paula, I don't know. Every once in a while, I've, it's in my brain. And it's like it's if like I don't Daryl's say something. in your ear. We are Sister Sue Podcast. You know what I want? I want him to do the drop. Just, you know, some weird like, we are sisters who podcast or something. So I don't have to think about it That would be funny anymore. if he went through like our old episodes and just clipped <laughs> just, like us saying those words just in different just like things. Kind of like a, a ransom uh, note style. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, like a cut magazine letter, like a ransom yeah, letter. Yeah, but with it's all just that. like, we are yeah. sisters who podcast. Do you remember, I don't know if you if you got to do this in school, but back in the day when uh, your teachers actually incorporated art into the, into your school day, which they don't do anymore, but mm-hmm. where you would have to donate, your parents would have to donate old magazines so that you could use the photos to create collages. I remember that. Did you ever do that? Yeah, we actually had an art docent, Miss Benning. <gasps> Oh, that's right. Art docents. They started incorporating art docents when they started taking art out of the curriculum. And so they would bring in the teachers who were passionate about it would say, we're getting an art docent, goddammit. And then they would bring in someone from the Crocker Art Museum or a parent if they had any kind of art experience. She was like our art teacher, though, because I think she was on the payroll because she taught art in every class, you know, but she would she would come by like twice a week or something into our classroom. Yes. And she was like very hippy dippy. I freaking loved art. She would I hated te- it that they she would it show out. us like actual paintings and mm-hmm. like she had this really big leather I don't know yes, purse. The, por- the portfolio. Yeah, and she would show us like art and we'd all be like looking at it like what? You know. Trying Do you to, like, remember you know what? I'm just now remembering this, Paula. Hmm. It must have been Mackenzie, because when Tyler was in elementary school, I had zero interest in doing anything voluntary. But when Kenzie was in middle or uh, elementary school, I was the art docent for her class. And there is like a portfolio of all the the masters of art. I'm just like, what did you bring? A poster of social distortion? (laughs) (laughs) Young ladies and gentlemen, this is rock and roll. This is punk. We call this anarchist music. Although that would have been awesome, actually, if someone had done that. But no, oh, I had. What did I learn today? Are those rock fingers? What is that? No, <laughs> skellies, mom. They're skellies. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Minor came and showed us all about punk. She'd be like, "What's going on at that school? We're in the suburbs, for God's sakes." So yeah, I did it, and I remember handing out, you know, little ditto sheets, and they would they would get to color their Van Gogh. Mm. It, I remember doing that. Now I totally remember doing that, but now it's I think it's gone now. 
I don't think there's any even an art docent, nothing, which is too bad. But yeah, I remember being vividly being in like second grade and they'd be like, okay, if your moms have any magazines at home, bring them in and we're going to use them for our projects. Mm -hmm. So there'd be like a pile of red book and good housekeeping. All we had was fucking National Geographic. (laughs) No, there was a time period where we had 17 and Cosmo in the house. No, I only remember having to bring the freaking National. That's because that was all Paul had was National Geographic. (laughs) That's right. You were a generation behind me. bring the watchtower and awake i mean <laughs> that would have yeah, been they were like, right you know what that would have occurred a phone call from the principal i would have rather <laughs> that died oh please no one's bringing that shit you could make a little witness you know you know you could just do a rainbow with an arc that would be a beautiful art piece and then maybe just cut out a little scripture and oh my god they'll put it up on the wall and you never know who it would reach oh my god you know what i that is one of the things that i resent more than anything in the world is being required to bring bring materials to school to show my my teacher i i never did it i hated it you know what i always thought about it finally hit me when, because you know they always made you bring that blue brochure to the teacher. Yes, to educate the teacher and on the, your beliefs. Yeah, and the teacher's just like, yes, this is the sixth one I've received already. Yes, I have a library. Would you like to check one out? And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, you know what? I never thought about that. Because, you know, your parents always made you believe, you know, you were the first to do it. You were the only one. Yeah. I remember vividly the last time I refused to do it. I was in I was in elementary school. I think I was in fifth grade. I'm like, I'm not doing it, man. I think I hid it in my backpack and then I threw it away in the trash. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm like, you can't make me do anything. I'm I'm over this. I'm over making it a spectacle for no fucking reason. I remember one time I told uh, I was talking to my I was talking to my mom. I was talking to mom about how one of my friends, her grandmother had died and she made me take a tract about what happens to the death. Or the I die. hope you didn't do it. Did you do it? I had to. What was I supposed oh. to do? <laughs> I was I was rebellious even back then. I, so. w- I was positive that I had a P.I. following me or <laughs> or our stepdad or Paranoia. something. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So. You know, for those of you who were raised in a very restrictive, uh, conservative Christian home, we feel you. That, I guess, is what we're saying. Anyway, so speaking of, uh, before you and I were recording, obviously, uh, it's, you know, on, on one hand, obviously, I'm very, very grateful that my family is intact. Every single one of my siblings, everybody, my children, my husband, were all good and healthy. But uh, somebody very close to our family passed away suddenly on Friday last week, and it has basically rocked our house to the core because these are people that we really, really care about. I've never lost a close friend before outside. I mean, in my adult life, in my childhood, I, my best friend died of leukemia when I was 12, but I was 12. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't understand the concept of loss at that age, which is kind of a blessing really, I think for children to not really get the severity, you know, the, the finality of death when you're a kid, you don't really understand it. So I think that's great that the mind works that way. But as an adult, you are very aware of what death means. And oh, so sure. we, the person, it was my daughter's best friend. Her father died. And we're talking suddenly. He had a significant heart attack and he died fairly immediately. They worked heroically. They can't speak highly enough about the emergency you know, services that came out and and tried for an hour to revive him and it just did not work. But man, did it hit home. And you unfortunately saw the brunt of it because you were at my house when, you know, the following day. And 
I was telling somebody about it and I said, I can't really understand because I'm not, I don't feel like I'm making this about me. I'm not feeling selfish about my problems. My empathy is so high. I, I almost feel like I could, I wanted, you know, you want to do so much for people that you care about and you have a really strong connection with. There's nothing you can do. You can't ease the pain. You can't take it from them. No amount of booze or food or, you know, sitting with them is going to comfort them at this time. And you feel so helpless Yeah. as a person who wants to. I mean, I'm sure you've been through things like this where, I mean, I've been through the things similar but this is a death is very different well i mean the thing is is everybody just has to find their own way you know and and it's just like you can try and give your best opinion or you can i don't know i don't know how to explain it but yeah the thing is is like people will get inundated with ideas of how to you know how to deal how to get Mm -hmm. through it but right really the only thing that will help is is you know yeah they might try different paths and things like that but eventually they're just gonna have to find their own way i just feel like it's time time is the only thing and you're right every it's a custom job man there's no there's no answer on how to deal with the loss and so he was obviously incredibly young mm-hmm. i mean he was in his early to mid 50s it shouldn't have happened but now you know reeling at because we're we're not that old but we're in that you know within that decade right and so daryl and i are just like what the fuck dude this could be us like we what are we doing that we can try to prevent something like this that's basically what happened right and after a, a big glass of whiskey and talking together and me, of course, bawling because I had started my period <laughs> and I didn't realize. Actually, you and I started at the same time the day before I was bawling. And I'm like, why am I so emotional other than this being difficult? I mean, I was really over the top crying, but it was because I was hormonal. Mm-hmm. But we don't really have any regrets. We tell each other and those who we love every day how much we love each other. We we try to gather as much as we can. We don't hold back on our affection you know, and health wise, we're doing everything we can. You know, we, we are very good about going to the doctor every year and, you know, all that stuff, but it just reminds you how fragile life is. And I didn't, Mm -hmm. I could not come up with the word. And I was telling Neil, my hairdresser about this. And I said, I'm just really struggling with the words. He goes, well, just remind you how fragile life is. It doesn't Mm -hmm. even, and I'm like, that's exactly what it is. Why couldn't I come up with that stupid word fragile? That's exactly what it is. It's like, it doesn't matter if it's a heart attack or a car accident or an illness. It's like, you just have to remember how fragile and just be present as much as you can. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now with these people, you know, with this family, I'm just like, whatever they need today is all that matters. Right. Right. So that's kind of where we're at. And I just really, man, if you've, if you've experienced losing a friend suddenly, I, I feel you, man, I've never done, this is new to me and shit. I think I thought I've been through it all, but I have not apparently. So it's humbling. And I'm just so grateful that my family, my sisters were all intact still. I'm just so grateful. But I did say, I'm like, why is my dad still alive, though? I know, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> like, why is that still a thing? Well, I mean, there's just, you know, yeah, I mean, there's there's really no rhyme or reason to death is what it seems yeah. like. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, people mm-hmm, die in car accidents mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, why does that always happen? You know, you hear about I these, know. you hear about these soldiers that return from, you know, 18 months in combat and then a month later they die in a car accident. You know, that why is, is why does that oh, happen? You I know? know. It's ridiculous. Um okay, so I want to switch to something a little bit lighter. I don't know if you saw the article about how women are flocking to the plastic surgeon to eliminate their resting bitch face. 
Uh, no. Is that okay? Can you get rid of that? This is basically the thing. A woman, they start by using a woman who said, I was in the middle of this amazing party. I was having a wonderful time. And they took a big group photo. And I'm standing in the middle. And I have resting bitch face. Even though I thought I was smiling like lightly. I, I look like I'm having a terrible time at this huge party. And it was obvious. She has resting bitch face. Just her just chilling face. She looks like she's in a bad mood or being a total bitch. Maybe so it was she just went, a bad picture. So she went to the plastic surgeon and said, what can we do about this? So basically what they do is they basically give them like a Joker cut. Like the Batman, the villain Joker. They oh cut the God. side of their lips and they upturn their mouth surgically. So it doesn't look like they're frowning. Now, here's the thing, Paula. I totally have resting bitch face. I have seen a gajillion photos where I think I am pleasantly faced, smiling. And but I just I'm not going, you know, like because I don't think showing teeth and I don't like that look on pictures. So I just use, you know, I smile Uh and I look like I'm in a bad mood. And it ha- it's happened a gajillion times. Like, I have hardcore resting bitch face. And so, but I would never go and have my lips turned up or my mouth up surgically upturned so that I don't look like I'm naturally frowning. So women are begging for this. And they're like, yeah, basically they cut and give them the joker cut. And then they sew it up and they sew it up so that it's more of an upturn of a, of a smile. And so they showed a before and after of a woman. And I'm like, okay, I see it. But she looks like she has the joker smile. Like, she legit does. Who gives a fuck if you have resting bitch face? I don't. I like having it. People I, people steer away from me. They don't think I'm friendly. It saves me a lot of trouble. I I don't see the problem with I had a woman comment on my picture the other day, like, in a comment thread, and she says, I have the dead eyes of a serial killer, and I thought that was a compliment. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. I know you want to approach me at Target. No, and I said, you know, I'm like, good. Remember that. <laughs> But anyway, I was a little surprised. I'm like, ladies, no, it, it's a blessing. It's a, it's good to have resting bitch face. Well, here's the thing. It's not even necessary. Well, my here, my face never rests. That's what I'm saying is, is like, I'm never just at ease, like just chilling. Just like, like my there's face, no. Yeah. My face is at an expression at any given moment. Like I will look at something and my face is, is reacting to anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if, if my face has some sort of, you know, unpositive look about it, it's because I'm not <laughs> liking what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is often. Right. You know, if someone's talking about something, I'm kind of like snarly and like staring at them. It's not a resting bitch face. It's just because I don't like what they're doing or I, I have an like, opinion and I'm just not mouthing it. Or I've just <laughs> smelled something bad or, right. you know, someone just walked by me and they said something stupid. And I'm just like, God, why are you an idiot? You know, or <laughs> so true. You know, I'm looking at people around me and I'm just like, why am I here? You know, it's right. Just, so I don't know why these women are doing it, but they definitely look surgically enhanced. They look like they've had the joker mouth even if it's ever so slight don't do it who cares i mean seriously at this point in your life you're you're suddenly you don't like the resting bitch face you've had it your whole life rbfs unite come on it was don't one do it. stupid picture picture God. i mean i remember Just a joke smile more I remember a joke. Um, well, the thing is with resting bitch face is you think you're smiling, but you're not. That's my well, problem. Well, you got to make it an effort to really smile. You have to you know? over. You have to overdo it. I have. Um, when we went to Hawaii and we were taking a bunch of pictures as a family with the sunset behind us, and I I didn't post one of them because I look like I'm having a miserable time. <laughs> I'm the only one, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to over smile so I look like. 
I'm actually enjoying myself because I have the RBF. I just do. <laughs> I just went like, okay, well, you know what? It's fine. I mean, I've had it my whole life. What am I going to change it now? Go, please cut my lips. No, come no, on. That's stupid. It's dumb. Don't do that. How vain are you? I was listening to a joke. This is an old joke that Jim Gaffigan said. He goes, I have more pictures of my children than my father ever looked at me. <laughs> social media we have so many fucking photos of our faces it's like enough already all right so i i hear him i don't really take a ton of selfies mostly I because don't i don't have makeup on a lot and i just so. i just don't i don't love myself that much i don't i could never be an influencer i could never do anything where i'm constantly showing my face you or know, my I just, body for that matter well <laughs> of course that's a given, but I'm just saying, oh, but by like, the way, look at my ankle. It's so beautiful. Can I talk about something that Stephanie did? She offended me on accident the other night when you guys were at my house. <laughs> okay. We were all talking about Vegas and you two are just obsessed with what you're going to wear. And I get it because, you know, it's, well, why it's an wouldn't event. we be? We're old as fuck and we're out of shape. So we have well, to look like <laughs> <laughs> you just snorted. <laughs> Oh, dork. God. Anyway, so I was saying, I was lamenting about how fun it was to pick up Jeff from daycare because when you have adult kids, you forget, and I'm pretty young to have adult kids, and so you forget how fun it is to have right. little ones. So I said I really liked it, and I said it was a little odd how free they were with the security of all these little children, but I think it's because they really thought I was obviously related to you. And she goes, yeah, that's true. She goes, I'm just such a disgusting beast right now. And I'm like... <laughs> what do you mean i'm like excuse me you had to have known that she's like changes we all change tracks of thought like every two seconds but so. the fact that i just said they thought that i was related to you and then she's like yeah but i'm a disgusting beast right now i'm like i'm 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 sorry i'm i didn't realize i look like a weeble wobble what's going on it was just like victor the other night i was helping ryan <laughs> with his math homework and i actually got a problem right and Victor, like, double-checked the work because, you know, he didn't actually believe I did it right. And I'm like, yes, right. believe it or not, I can do math. And he's just like, well, he's like, well, it's not like I said you were stupid or dumb or something like that. I'm you like, oh, so you, you conclude that, you know, because <laughs> I, I, may, I may not be able to do a math problem. I'm stupid or dumb. And he's like, no, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say you couldn't do math. And I'm just like, you know, just stop right there. Yeah, yeah, just shut your face. Yeah, because because girls can't do math. And Ryan was just Ugh. sitting in the middle with like his chin tucked into his neck. He's, he's like, just I like, just want to do my math homework, you guys. <laughs> so I'm just I use the scientific calculator. <laughs> oh, there you go. God, you know how to use one of those? I don't. Ryan I just showed poke me. at it. I just hit it with a stick and hope it works. Ryan showed um, me. <laughs> speaking of, uh, you you watched it. Daryl made me watch the new Joe Rogan special. Strange oh my world. god, it was so funny. He's a good commentator on social, the world of so society, society commentary, and and so he was really good. I didn't laugh as much as I think Daryl wanted me to. He did that thing that guys do when they really love something and they keep turning and looking at you like, "Are you going to laugh? Isn't this hilarious?" Like he kept doing that. And I'm like, stop oh, staring did? at me. Yeah. I'm like, stop staring at me. I'm like, I'm I'm enjoying it. Okay. Just because I'm not like belly rolling laughing doesn't mean it's not funny. Well, it's we didn't belly funny. roll, but I I was just constantly giggling. I yeah, think. I did too. I giggled a lot. I thought it was really good. He he screams quite a bit. And I'm not a big fan of that kind of um, stand up. But Joe Rogan is really, really proficient and very good at stand up. And he commentary. was entertaining. I definitely would like, like to very see him entertaining. in person. 
I thought the second half of that act was just perfect. It was so good. It was good. much better. Yeah. Yes, it was really, really good. And I, I super, so yeah, I definitely, definitely advise we have Netflix to watch the Joe Rogan Strange World. I, I really liked it. I was totally entertained. Yeah, me too. I thought it was great. And what's funny, though, is because I'm such an avid listener of his podcast, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've heard about this before. <laughs> like half the shit I've heard before. Oh, OK. Because he works out a lot of his material on his show. And I didn't realize mm-hmm. until I watched the episode or watched his show, uh, his stand up special. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've heard him talk about this before. <laughs> That's funny. But he did make some good points. and I, I thought he was great. Now that yeah. we're watching more stand up comedians, it's mm-hmm. just there's some out there that are just really funny. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Well, Jim Gaffigan is just freaking hilarious. Just the way like he him. does his stuff. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. He's just got a way about him that's really funny. Uh, I've been a fan of Gaffigan since Richard Jenny. I've always liked Gaffigan. So um, I knew we were recording our show this morning, obviously. It's early. And so I have, you know, I have workout clothes and a big, huge, like my Angora sweater that I love that I wear mm-hmm. only at home, you know, to stay warm. But I love it. And it's snuggly. My hair is in a messy bun and I've got my glasses on and stuff. No makeup. Mm-hmm. And somebody is knocking on the door, but they're using their fingernails and hitting the window. Gross. Like they, Who is like it? They, I don't know. They're all. Ksh, 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 and I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I go because Daryl's on a phone call. So I go to the door and I look and I don't recognize the woman, but she's this tiny little woman. And she's standing there holding a bag of Godiva chocolates like it's a bag of poo. And I open the door and she's probably like our mom's age. I open the door and I'm like, hello. And she, and so seriously, I open the door. She goes, Oh my God. And I was like, hi. And she goes, I, and then the phone rang her phone. She goes, um, I have to take this. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on at my front door? Like what's happening right now? And she answers the phone. She goes, am I at your house? And the lady's all, she's turned around. She goes, sorry. And she runs away. And I'm like, okay, obviously she's at the wrong house she went to go she she was so surprised that she was at the wrong house though the whole thing was so awkward that was I'm like, weird well, welcome to the club <laughs> but I've, I've never had someone be frightened at my appearance before it was very odd that would have been weird was, is this what it feels like to be a man you know I, Just yeah you know what? oh my god I wonder. Yeah, you know, you kind of wonder what what kind of stuff they put up with. I don't know. Well, we put up with a lot of shit, but they put up with stuff that we don't. So I wonder just, at what curious. age they change over to um, from like, God, that chick's fucking weird to where this is just how they are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think marriage probably beats that into them somewhere. Maybe where they're just kind of like this. This is. I just have to accept this is how women are. And if I want to right. be with one, this is just what I have to deal with. I don't know. We'd have to ask Daryl because Daryl's been surrounded by girls his whole adult life. Well, it's like we talked to the about the other day, like when certain words are no longer acceptable, like who yeah. decides that and when does that change take place? Yeah. Well, it's just like I told you when we were talking that night, I'm like, I don't know why, but cunt does not bother me like it used to. I think that women have taken that word back to be but, completely honest. But when did that change? I don't know. But, but, but the thing is, is that first of all I was never called that word ever in my life like no one's ever called me that I've had one guy call me a bitch to my face once mm-hmm. one time it, it felt like I just looked at him my eyes narrowed and it was like challenge accepted asshole yeah like I, I was not offended like how dare you I was just like bring it on I it was like a call to action I don't yeah. get that I don't get hurt by someone calling me a name no but I think it's because we were raised in a world where the least that they did, they, they never called. Well, no, we were called names. So it was yeah, like, that, I was, mean, it was that just, was nothing. 
you that's know? just the whole thing. It's just like, oh, that's the best you've got. You're going to exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. So to me, it's like, it's oh, please. Laughable. I've been like, I have been, I have been hurt by people I loved or cared about far more than you. And I've this been is kicked all you have. The room, and you're going to call me a name. <laughs> it's like, I've been grabbed by the ponytail and thrown into a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Please spare me your antics of calling exactly. me a bitch. It's like, you pussy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, exactly. Ooh, I'm a bitch. Ooh, I'm a bitch. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think we, the, the four of us, when we've gone out, someone said, you guys are assholes. Like, ooh, yeah, we're assholes. assholes. <laughs> God, High five. We are, you know, we're fucking, we're crazy. It's like, yeah. they're like, oh shit, they're crazy. Go. <laughs> you don't yeah, want to be a part of that. Yeah, we're it's assholes. A Yeah, it's so, so it's so funny. It's like, like we're ridiculous. Cunt, 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 cunt. Yeah, it's like okay, we're one, insane. Two, three, cunt. Do a shot. God, when I whenever someone says I really want to go out with you guys, I'm like, you really don't. I'm like, you think you do. Well, I always feel really bad don't. when they say that because you know they can't. It's no, just I mean it's not allowed. Here's what happens. It's super duper fun for first of all, it's super duper tame and then it's super duper fun and then suddenly it goes to this next level of chaos mm-hmm. and they're they usually shut down and they are on their phone going, I have to get the fuck out of here. Well, I don't know what's gonna happen. I I think a, we're gonna commit a crime, but I've gotta go. There's usually you know? another group that try yes. and incorporate themselves into Oh god, us, I hate that. And I hate that. they're ex they're they're just quickly shown the door and it never works well. And someone's feelings are hurt, someone starts crying, there's something. It's some group of guys think and it's that never they're gonna us. be brave and they're just like, Hey lady, so what's going on? And I'm just like, Oh my god, did you really just say that? Get the fuck like, out of here. It's like, what are you, a fetus? Get away. It's like, you have no idea. Why are you going to be so mean? It's like, because we all are. Get out. Exactly. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, we're the worst. We're like psychopaths when we're out there alone. (laughs) Pretty much. Speaking of psychopaths, I read this really quickly. A dude somewhere, they're literally keeping this like as anonymous as possible. I don't think it happened in the United States, though. We read about this a while ago where men are injecting Vaseline into their penises to enlarge them. Does that work? Apparently it, it must because they keep doing it. So this guy injected Vaseline or petroleum or something into his penis to increase the size. And shock of all shock, it didn't go well. He started having itching and irritation. So by the time he finally decided to drag his ass to the emergency room, it had been two months. Oh, God. And- when they looked at it, they asked him about his sexual history. He goes, oh, well, it's not that bad. He's like, you have rotting flesh on your penis. Mm-hmm. And he, his penis was literally rotting off. What, why do men wait so long? <laughs> why do men inject anything into their penis? Like, well, what I, you mean, do? I mean, really? I, I mean, can, with Viagra? I mean, come on. I can get past that because some men just aren't that smart. But yeah. the thing I don't understand is why wait? Like, why do you wait oh, until, why? you know. Like, it's, it's going to pass. Like, you know? if it starts to turn black or smell weird, don't wait. Paula. Please don't. And, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, men covet their organ. I mean, it's their it's their life. It's their life, right? Well, I think so, that's why they don't go, because they're afraid that the doctor's going to try and cut something off. But I'm just like, if it needs to be cut off, <laughs> then go. Shouldn't you have weighed your options before you injected yourself with Vaseline? Did you hit Google I mean, at all? I mean, did, it's just. I mean, do they have that where you are? But I was like, with why? the way it looks, do you, what are your odds of scoring at this point? 
Yeah, what woman is going to allow that to enter her body? Or her mouth, for that matter. She pulls pulls out like a strip of skin and she's like, you know, I think think something isn't right. Do you you have a hair in your mouth? No, I have like a whole... I have your foreskin in my mouth. I, I'm already circumcised. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So he lost his penis. Oh, God. You know, I hope it was worth the. I mean, because I mean, really, did he fuck anyone in those two months? I'm saying I'm thinking no. I'm thinking he didn't. I wonder what caused it. I mean, Vaseline's really pretty mild. I don't understand. Well, I, I mean, think about the sanitary conditions of it, the injection. Oh, and- so were they injecting it into their foreskin? I don't know where they were injecting it. I didn't get any. They didn't really talk about it. They just said they injected it into their penis to increase the size. I assume girth. I not not length. Well, obviously, <laughs> you know, they're not they weren't like sculpting a penis out of petroleum jelly <laughs> to the tip. But my guess is that I mean, first of all, can you imagine any man actually injecting themselves in it with a needle into their penis? Yes, Jamie. Okay. <sighs> it's a horrifying thought. Men will do a lot of things if they think it's going to help. Jamie, I mean, think about the things we've done to our bodies. I've gotten my clit pierced for a man. Yeah. I've rubbed numbing gel on my asshole. Yeah. So someone could put their dick in there. Well, you know, but Paula's sex is a gift. It's sacred, so. Shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) And then. I'm just sorry. I had to do it. I had to do it. Ultimately leaked down into my vagina and made my inner labia lip swell up like an orange slice. You know what I didn't realize? Speaking of all of this, I didn't realize I was dating someone who had premature ejaculation, which I didn't even know was I didn't even know it. Well, I didn't know because I didn't realize because I was so young that Paula, I had tried. I tried every elixir, every. Well, how many times did you have sex with them? Well, we were in a relationship. Oh, God. Like no, a I, long time. I gave it twice and then I gave up. No, we were in a relate. Well, and anyway, so I didn't realize that he had it because I was virginal. Like I didn't realize this was I thought this was just what it was. And then I'm like, you know, it'd be really nice if you could last for longer than a couple of minutes because, you know, I'd like to have some fun, too. A couple minutes. That's a gift compared to the guy I slept with. Well, that's where I started to really enjoy oral sex because I realized after one or two people that this was obviously something I'm going to have to deal with for my whole life. I didn't realize that men could last more than a couple of minutes during sex. So (laughs) oral sex became required for me because I'm like, someone's getting me off and it's not going to be me if I'm with another person here. Right. And so uh, it wasn't until, honestly, I got married to a guy who does not have that problem. Right. it's a very common, common thing. Or maybe they're just so aroused because I'm so fucking amazingly sexy that they just can't hold it. Yeah. I'd love I mean, to think that's what it is, but I just don't know. That's what I wanted to think. But this guy literally not even 10 seconds, Jamie. Not even oh my 10 God. seconds. Quick draw. Like, yeah. Quick draw. It's unfortunate. Draw. Yeah. Each so time, I, I like I, I literally the moment he entered, it was just like, Ugh. oh, like my God. Like, oh. like, like he was like clenching. And I'm just like, go ahead. You're like, really? <laughs> I didn't even think there was like one thrust. And then it was like it was oh, over. And I'm just so like, sad. what is wrong with you? Uh. 
you know, I didn't say I that, but I was just I like, know. do you want to like wear a condom or something? Like, oh, just Paula, kinda, like, I tried everything. Slow I was I mean, down a bit or we put we put numbing fluid on him. We pour we use super thick condoms. We but tried everything is, is we were older. So I'm just yeah. like, you'd think that they would have seen a doctor by now. And now, I mean, I mean, for those men that I that I was with who had this problem, I really hope you all got Viagra. You know, because that at least maintains an erection. You know, at least you can satisfy someone and and yourself. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's I just, kind of a good thing. And that's I sense. mean, I would just think it's sad that, you know, well, of course, it's, it's frustrating. I mean, so, well, it didn't seem to bother him, but it doesn't. Well, they, well, they got they came They're in their refractory yeah, but I before mean, you even get started. They came in like five seconds. I mean, they probably really have more fun masturbating than they do actually having sex with someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. The only other thing I want to talk about since we're talking about sex briefly is I learned a new word today, which I didn't know. Like this has been the week of th- new experiences. Somebody came out. I don't. I don't it's some uh, non-American uh, celebrity. So I don't really even know who this person is. I just saw the word and I had to Google it. They came out as sapiosexual. I thought sapiosexual was like some kind of form of animal sex, you know, sapio, whatever. But no, sapiosexual means that you are only attracted to the mind, not the body. So you could be basically a hideous beast. But if you're brilliant, that's what they're sexually attracted to is your mind. Hmm. And that they don't care what you look like. Well, I mean, I would say... I don't think, I I mean, isn't that, I mean, I don't know. I would say that describes a lot of women, but maybe not entirely, because I think there does have to be physical attraction. Well, this was a, this was a a man. This was a man who said he was sapiosexual. And I'm like, what's going to happen? Is some crazy bitch coming out to say that you were in love with her and she looks like a gorilla or something? Like, what is this? You know, are you, is this like a premeditated uh, statement so that when people see your girlfriend, they don't go, you know? Or is it sapiosexual, it's the mind, I don't care what sex they are. I'm only attracted to the mind. You know what I mean? Hmm. I don't know. I need to do I need to do more research on what a sapiosexual is, but I found it weird that you had to come out as that. So I don't know. I mean, isn't ambisexual the same thing? I don't think they had to come out with that. I think they just, you know. (laughs) He was being very brave. (laughs) I think it's just probably something that they decided. I mean, what's wrong with just saying, like, you know, I tend to be attracted to people's uh, personalities, intelligence over their physical features. Isn't that a normal human? Wouldn't that be kind of saying the same thing? Isn't that? Yeah. So apparently, but maybe it's an extreme version. I'm going to have to do more, but I had never heard of sapiosexual. So now I got to Google it. Now I got to, you know, read a couple of weird articles. So Urban Dictionary says one who finds the contents of someone else's mind to be their most attractive attribute above and before their physical characteristics. Mm -hmm. That's like women. Yeah. That's, that's you mean, you mean women? Yeah. yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought. I'm like, that's weird. And then it gives the example: give me a deep conversation or a passionate debate over brainless beauty any day. Someone who makes me reconsider my long-held beliefs and challenges my mind is a person I can easily fall for. There is no doubt that I am a sapiosexual. No, that just makes you a human being. You stupid it makes ass. You, it makes you decent. That's right. what it means. That just makes you a normal you human a being human. who's mature and is ready for right. a, a normal relationship. I guess whatever if you're sexual. 
we're all sapiosexuals except for those fools who only want to see big round tits. Why does everybody want to fucking label everything? I, Paula, please. I'm so exhausted by the hashtags and the labels. I give zero fucks about anything anymore. I, think I mean, that's they why need I'm a so... book for labels. Just call the book. Oh, my labels. God. We could do a coloring book for labels. We could be social ju- social justice warriors unite. Here's your coloring book. Pass it out. Actually, they should start passing out labels to the in- to educators. Fuck religion pamphlets. Give us the appropriate PC terms that we must know that you will address us by. This is what we believe, goddammit. That's what I would want to put like on my living room table, a book called Labels. And then just like as everyone's <laughs> waiting, they can just like open that book and start freaking laughing at like and then all somebody the will, and, and then you and I'll open it and be like sapiosexuals, and then you can even make a game out of it. Just like randomly yeah. flip to a page, read a read a label, and see if Guess anybody what this knows means. what it means. <laughs> That's a great idea, Paula. We're okay, so how Daryl cut this out because we're gonna do it. No. <laughs> You know what? If I Googled labels right now, there'd be some book on it. Some humorist oh has already God. come up with it. Yes, all the good ideas have been taken. Right. Trust. I know. Anyway, so, all right. To all you fellow sapiosexuals out there, it's time for our ugly and awkward moments of the week. <laughs> Mine was ugly not awkward okay so i had pms well it was kind of weird i started my period at your house of all you things. did it's my fault <laughs> but um earlier this week after i already started my period we decided to go to wendy's after we picked the kids up from school Mm-hmm. I get, oh right you went to the donut shop behind it in the morning <laughs> that, was, that was earlier yes okay go ahead we went to Wendy's after we picked the kids up from school because we hadn't gone to the grocery store and we're just like, ah, fuck it. We'll just go to Wendy's and then we'll go to the grocery store later. And so now I want Wendy's. So the kids like to go inside. Victor does, too, because they have those soda machines where you can like push all the buttons and create like a weird soda. Mm-hmm. So we're paying at the counter and I noticed on the wall they have a plaque that says, if you're a military member, show us your ID and we'll get a military discount. I'm like, oh, Vic, I'm all they have a military discount. And so he asked the lady, he's like, oh, it looks like you guys offer a military discount. And he says, you know, can I show you my ID? And the um, lady, she's like, oh, I don't know how to do that on the register. And mm. and we're like, oh, OK. And so she asked the other lady who was doing the window drive through. Yeah. She's just like, do you know anything about the military discount? And she's like, oh, we don't do that anymore. What? And I'm just like, I'm like, well, if you don't do it anymore, I'm all because I was already pissed off with the way she said it. <laughs> I'm like, well, if you don't do that anymore, then take the plaque off the wall. And she just walked away. And and then like another <gasps> manager heard and she walked up. She's like, no, no, no. She's like, we still do that. And she's like, here, just do this, do this, blah, 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 blah. And so the girl walked behind them and she went to like another machine. I'm like, well, if you still do that, you might want to tell what's her face over there. And so she just was like kind of like mumbling to herself. I said, yeah, I'm all because some and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and like, well, she's new. I'm like, well, if she's new, I'm like, then she definitely sure knows what you guys do and don't do. <laughs> I said, but she might need a little bit retraining. And so retraining. I was pissed. I don't know why I was so angry, but I just got really pissed off. Sometimes it just happens that way. What are and you going to do? So Victor gave me like the number and, and the receipt. And he's like, why don't you go uh, take these cups and give them to the kids? And so I he's went, trying to diffuse the situation. So I went and sat down and the kids were just kind of staring at me. I'm like, what? And they're like, nothing. I'm like, 
I'm all, I'm all could you hear me? And they're like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh. oh. I'm like, well, you know I'm what, not though? wrong. It was rude. It was rude of her. Not I'm like, you, you know what? Rude. I'm like, I'm not wrong. And I'm like, and I don't care if you guys heard me. I'm glad you heard me. I hope you stand hey, up to you people know like that who treat you like shit. Well, isn't that the lesson we're trying to constantly teach our kids? I mean, seriously, it's like stand you up for yourselves and don't yes. sit there and quiver in, in <sighs> front of a, a fucking Wendy's cashier, you know, <laughs> and not to mention this. There's one. It's one thing to respect authority. It is quite another to just accept a, a plate of shit because you don't want to cause a problem. It's like, come on. You know, it's like everybody's or, just trying to make their way through. Do you got to be such an ignorant asshole? I mean, really. The thing is, I didn't do anything wrong. They're the ones that had the plaque on the wall that said they offered a military discount. And so all we did was inquire about it. And she's like, oh, well, we don't do that anymore. I'm like, well, then take the fucking placard off the wall. Seriously. And I would be like, what do you mean you don't do that? Does Wendy's hate Americans? I would have been like, I didn't do that. But I'm just like, then take it off the wall. Well, here's the thing. First of all, here's the thing. This is why we all live so far away from each other. Because if the two of us had been in there, it would have been a scene. (laughs) And it would have not been good. Apparently, it already was a scene. I just whatever. Didn't Apparently, oh my, God. my voice was a little bit louder than I thought it was being. Please. And hey, so, if, if, as long as you didn't see any phones being whipped out and recording, you're fine. I don't even care if there was, but they're like Paula goes viral for demanding <laughs> that they honor a, a military discount, and then Wendy's has to come out, and suddenly you're on your way to Ohio to be given the royal treatment with food for a year because they wouldn't yeah, honor right. the discount, and we, the said cashier no longer works there we love love our veterans wendy honors all our military servicemen and suddenly it becomes a whole thing and now you're the ambassador for wendy's of elk grove (laughs) well you know wendy's is so famous for their tweets so i I oh yeah that that'd be an embarrassing tweet that they'd have to do oh my god they're like our bad (laughs) oh god all right so this mine's very simple and easy i was at the salon getting my touch up and i got a haircut okay i did get bangs but not the kind of bangs that you're thinking of all right Remember I said I was thinking about getting bangs. Yeah, it was and I too know- late because I saw you posted an hour <laughs> earlier. I'm like, no! <laughs> no, I, d- I did force my s- stylist to give me bangs once, like eight years ago, and I will never do it again. But these bangs, they're, it's actually, they're not really bangs. It, they're super duper long. It's basically another layer like that's surrounding my face. So like a long layer. Okay. I, yeah, it's just another layer. I, I did not, I don't have straight across hiding my eyebrows bangs. They actually, it's just another shorter layer because I just wanted a little more look around my face i just wanted some kind of change for the fall because i'm not changing my color Uh and so i did this anyway that's all i just wanted you to know but we were at the salon and i was getting my hair i was getting a touch-up and i was like okay it's time to rinse and so i was hardcore hemorrhaging on my period that day and i hate going to the salon on my period because i feel like a big fat blob so i always wear all black and I was just trying to feel as slim, but it never works. Yeah. You always just feel gross. And so I I don't know what I was doing, but I had my workout, my Nikes on. And somehow I had, they have the thick bottoms because they're for CrossFit. And so I was getting out of the chair to go get my hair rinsed. And the giant rubber wedge of my shoe got caught under the step of the chair. Yeah. And so when I turned to get out of the chair, my my foot stayed. And the rest of my body moved forward. And I mean, it was embarrassing. Like, I mean, the whole thing lifted up. There was all the sounds like, and they're always so good about trying to act like it's no big deal when something like that happens. But I literally almost fell on the floor out of the chair. Oh, for heaven's sake. And I'm like, I'm all right, everyone. It's okay. 
it's okay. And I'm like, this is why they have me here because I'm the only one that is this clumsy and this, you know, not sophisticated. Not cool. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. Not cool at all. I'm like, I'm fine, everyone. I'm fine. And everyone is ignoring me. So, you know. Well, that's probably the what they're trained to do is just, you know, to pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Well, that's all I have for, for me. Me too. I don't have okay. anything else. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this weekend. I uh, mm-hmm. hope you have good plans. Please visit UglyTruth.com. Go to Amazon button. Yes. And then also please visit LipandClip.com and get your makeup stuff. It's starting to feel a lot like fall. So uh, get your uh, fall colors. And uh, I think that's about it. So thanks, everybody, yeah. for joining us. And we'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.